Welcome back to your Daily Dose. I'm Nick. On this episode, Bob and I talk about leaving Orlando to pursue an opportunity that isn't available here in Central Florida, like going to New York to be an ad exec, or LA to write and direct movies. But you can always come home again. Enjoy. I'm having an early dinner with Ashton Simons, who is one of my former level one students. Nice. Who moved to New York to... The, the Big Apple? The Big Apple. The original Big Apple. Yeah. And I actually saw her. I went and visited some other friends. I had a gig up in New York, and I visited her, and she hung out with me and a couple of other my friends in yeah. New York, and it was a fun, awesome night. One, It was one of my friend's uh, birthdays up there, and she came and joined us. So, But, I, but I'm but i going to see her for the first time in... Hmm, Six, seven years, maybe. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she's going to have dinner with me downtown, and then she's going to come to my level one class, the last level one class of the semester. So you can show them, here's a success story. Here's somebody <laughs> yeah, who graduated, that. has gone on to the Big Apple. Yeah, to she do. may go on to the Windy Apple <laughs> after that. Oh, she's not doing... She's, no, she hasn't touched improv like in a super long time. This is... Yeah, and, and she had a reel and everything. I mean, she, was, she yeah. was doing acting classes and she even had like a super diva acting teacher who was really hard on people, which... Perfect. To me, it's so ridiculous, you know, to put people through pain to give them your lessons, right? I'm like, I'll find a teacher who doesn't hurt me. But so we're going to hang tonight and I'm going to see if she remembers anything that I taught her when we were together. But she was my star student during that yeah. class. She was like the best one. She's just naturally funny. So, and, and she, uh, by the way, interestingly, was the person who gave me the 2013 Bob Codges of the Year Award. Oh, which okay. you are now. I am now the 2021. Of. The only person since Bob that. Codges of the Year. That gift was given to me that I chose to bestow on you. That's very nice. Uh, and, you know, Patty was, was joking and kind of not when she said to you, that's a pretty serious gift. Because I've had that gift on display in my studio for the last eight years. And I loved it because it was a weird, silly little thing for someone to do. Yeah. Give you a little plaque that says Bob Codges of the Year Award 2013 and give it to Bob Codges. So you're the first non-Bob Codges to be the recipient of that award. And you can, by the way, cross off the 2021 and give it to somebody else next year and just continue the love. It's I'm going to try to keep it. I'm going to try to keep it for as long as possible. So whatever it. I do, can do... To continue to be the Bob Codges of the year, yeah. I will the BK of the year. I will continue to do that. You know they say with with great power comes great responsibility. I've never heard that before. Okay, Who well, said let that? Me tell you that. I believe sounds it like was somebody's Abraham uncle. Abraham Lincoln sounds like somebody's uncle Abraham would say that Lincoln to them as Gandhi's. they were passing away. I'm pretty sure in their Gandhi's. arms. It might have been Gandhi's uncle. I'm not sure, but the thing is, we have to remember that when you go out there as the Bob Codges of the year, and ultimately. I'm not kidding about this because this is kind of the way the whole award works. If you don't fulfill the responsibility, somebody will come and snatch it out of your presence. Oh, no doubt. Take it away. And then you'll see somebody else heralded as Bob Codges of the year 2022. Yeah. And then I know somebody is more powerful than me and I can't have that. Okay. Well, I cannot I... have anybody taller than me and I can't have anybody <laughs> more powerful than me. Taller. That's a, that's a good challenge considering this probably. I do know, not trust people who are taller than me. We, you're taller than I am. How, how am I supposed to respond to that? I don't know. I've always been taller than you, though. 
People oh. haven't always been taller than me. Okay, so you're you're talking about people that were once shorter than you, correct? And then grow. So you're talking about your kids, basically. I'm talking about everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're all shrinking as we grow. Too, That's so, true. That's true. You know, let's just accept that reductionism. The student, uh, what was her name? Ashton Simons. Ashton. Yeah. Uh, when she moved to NYC, was she going up for acting or did she go I think for a so. job? Okay. I mean, she, she's a talented professional, right? She's just this very innovative human who literally made a guitar out of a cigar box. Mm-hmm. I mean, because she wanted to. She she worked at the I mean, She had all these cigar boxes laying around. What are you going to do with them? This is, yeah, she's a heavy smoker of cigars. I am betting. I don't really know. But she uh, she sent me a letter from the DMV. He had, she had just met my wife at the DMV, and so she decides to write me a letter, in a D, put it in a DMV envelope with stickers all over the back of it saying, I've just met the love of your life, and I just wanted you to know I was so excited, and I celebrated that. Aw, so, that's sweet. It was, it was a beautiful moment. I, I, th- I thought it was interesting because when you said that she hadn't gone up there, or it was implied that she hadn't got up there for acting, she probably <laughs> did, but like, why else? would anybody go to New York city? Well, like from Orlando, right? Like it's not necessarily known for, you know, we're not turning out hedge fund managers or people, (laughs) wall street brokers and things like that. Usually it's Broadway. It feels like, yeah, yeah, the only reason you would move to New York is for some sort of acting thing. That's my stratosphere too. Most of the people that, that I deal with that move to New York, uh, that's what they're going for. Or, Chicago or LA because those are the hubs those are the places where you can get great acting gigs but I should say and Orlando is a great place for actors oh heck yeah I mean all of those opportunities at the theme park even though some people disdain those let me tell you something they get a live audience that is thrilled with the product that they give them they get to feel the feels of people enjoying their art I mean it's it's acting and it's acting for a living and I have so many friends who do that and did that right now, obviously the, there's been a bit of fallout in that industry because of COVID, but uh, it's amazing. And I, I like to see that in my community because it means that our community is full of these creative people, you know, the Cole Neath Smiths of the world, you know, the Terry Olson's of the world, uh, you know, the Anna Eskamani's of the world. Yeah. That's, that's a creative person. Yep. So anyways, I like that we have this, this environment. I like it too. We are on the same page. So don't again. go to the Big Apple, I and don't go to the Windy Apple, and don't go to the City of Apples. I, I assume that everything, every city has an apple. I've had my name. fill of apples. No, no, yeah. and not the. Are you sure? Not the way it works. We, each one has a different fruit. They, oh, different. They fruit. just got, got it, the apple. Got they got to okay. choose first. So. Okay, so they, they chose apple. I tell you the truth. I would not live in New York City, and I'll tell you why. Apples. I was doing. <laughs> it's not. It's not apples. There's more there than apples, Nick. It's a different place. Never There's been. a lot more. Have you ever been to New York City? I think I have. Yeah. It's yeah. Big. No, I've been. Okay. So times. yeah. Okay. I thought so, but I I don't know. I you know your stories. So here's why though. Why I would not live in New York City, because I spent, uh, uh, literally thirty minutes, standing on a New York City sidewalk trying to make eye contact with another human being. I arrived at a lunch space thirty minutes early for a friend that I was meeting in New York for lunch. Yeah. Who I hadn't seen, Ashley Galloway. Her father is my accountant. That's a whole other story. But but I think I'm, we all go to New York at some place to have lunch with the children of our accountants. <laughs> it it's like a it's, common like coming of age thing, right? Like they make movies about it. I think American Pie. That's what it was about. <laughs> Never seen it. Not even attached me to that movie. Okay, so I'm standing on this corner, Nick, uh, and I'm looking at the people 
coming across and I'm trying really almost like an, an alpha dog to make eye contact with these people just to get as a they're nod, just to me. get a smile anything some yeah. reaction just actually to have them look into my eyes 30 minutes none zero not a single one and there were hundreds of people walking through this intersection not a single person made eye contact with me contrast that to philadelphia i was doing the same trip all right i literally went from new york city to the philadelphia the city of brotherly apples yes <laughs> and there i was and a stranger walks up to me. I've got this long leather coat that I love to travel with. It's just this cool, funky coat. And this woman walks up to me and she starts rubbing my back. And I look and she's got a paper towel in her hand. And she goes, oh, one of them gotcha. And I look up and there's a tree full of birds. Oh. And she says, hey, nature happens. And I'm like, okay, I went from a place where I couldn't get people to make eye contact with me to a city where they're literally cleaning my coat from taking the bird shit off my coat. Yeah. It just seemed to me such a contrast. So if I had to choose between the two just based on that one simple symbol, yeah. I'm going to Philly. Coat cleaners. Hi, gang. It's Bob. As an epilogue to this episode, I'd like to say this. There are millions of good people in New York City, caring, hopeful, happy people who want to make the world a better place. Yes, it's truly odd that I didn't encounter a single one of them in my 30-minute death stare across a crowded intersection, but I know they're there, just waiting to leap into action and to do good. By contrast, I'm sure there are also some people in Philadelphia who would just assume poop on you was wipe some from your jacket. My point, and I do have one, is that people are people wherever we go. And if we want to find the good ones, all we have to do is pay attention. Sometimes for more than 30 minutes. Patience, my friends. Until next time. Thanks for listening.